Welcome back to Idle Talk. Today, we got a little bit of a special episode today. The lighting's all spooky. Halloween is upon us. I know Tuesday is not Halloween. I understand that. But I want to talk about Halloween-esque topics for this episode. Particularly, scary movies. The best kind, the worst kind. The best uh, cliches, tropes. Uh, the new Chucky TV show. Shout out to Chucky. That has me hooked right now. First two episodes are on YouTube. New episodes come out Tuesday. So if you're listening to this, tune in later tonight to watch Chucky Season 1, Episode 3. It's going to be a banger. Um, I like the pacing of that show. Um, uh, they have the extended versions on YouTube. And the director talks about how, you know, eight episodes, you virtually just have eight hours to tell the story you want to tell. And... Um, think that's easier than doing a two-hour long movie. So, uh, I don't think this Chucky is tied into the uh, reboot, the Child's Play reboot that happened with Aubrey Plaza and, um, and the folks over there, because uh, the doll resembles nothing like the movie version. Um, but, episode one and two, I just loved. I loved that episode. episode two was solely based on Halloween. Uh, it was Halloween night you know, in that universe or whatever, um, but in episode one, we just learned that the real horror in life is fucking middle school, yeah, middle school sucks, for our main character, Jake, he is a, a member of the LGBT community, he is a gay, uh, middle schooler, um, and it shoves it right in your face to start, bang, just, he's gay, and people don't like him, and he happens to not be straight, and, um, it gets pretty crazy towards the end of the episode, um, you know, the dad is, you know, not okay with, um, him being gay, tells, tells his, uh, his uncle, the kid's uncle, um, his, his own brother, he's like, he doesn't know what he is, and then, clearly there's two parallels there, uh, him and his father, they're not well off, their mother died in some crazy accident, and, um, his uncle and his wife have a, you know, perfect son, um, by all cliche standards, I'm like, great student, it's a terrific athlete, um, he's getting, they're talking about him getting into Harvard and things like that, so, you know, we can see the two parallels, the two worlds already from the start, and, um, so they come, they went over to the, the poorer side, and, um, had dinner, and it was interesting, that dynamic there, the, the aunt or step on, I don't know what that, I don't know if she's their actual aunt or whatever, but, uh, she steps aside, makes a phone call, um, saying she needs to see somebody, we don't know who it is, could be a side boo, could be a therapist by all we know, you know, we don't, we just don't know, but, um, they leave after that awkward dinner, and then, um, the dad's fed up, and he's upset that he bought a doll for his doll statue. And I put a tweet out, and I was like, my man just want to be Spencer from My Carly. You know, let him be. You know, let him be creative. Let him let his artistic integrity flow. Like, come on, man. You don't got to you don't gotta do shit to hinder that. But um, he goes and destroys the statue with, like, an axe. And um, he tells him to throw Chucky away. Bada bing, bada boom. He's upset because he bought a doll at a yard sale for 10 bucks. And it so happens to be Chucky, lo and behold. Uh, and uh, Chucky starts building up in the episode. You see him 
in the first part, in the very first scene at the garage sale. But you also see his boo, Tiffany, in human form. So if you don't follow any of the Chucky movies, let's break it down. So the last movie they put out that wasn't the remake was in 2004. And I believe was that was Seed of Chucky. And a lot of people are speculating of a clip that came out in episode two where Chucky's like, yeah, I have a queer kid. Yeah, and the, the main character's like, you have a kid? He's like, I'm not a monster. <laughs> like, he's not a monster. Like, he's a monster, but he's not that kind of a monster, right? And it's it's interesting that that people like are like saying, oh, Chucky's trying to be woke. It's because it's 2021, you know, da-da-da-da-da. In, in all actuality, if you actually watched any of the movies, um, Chucky kind of has like a Punisher uh, like a Marvel Punisher kind of personality. He kind of, and sometimes he just kills people to kill people, right? Because it's fun. He likes it. That's his thing. You know, people have knitting and he has murdering people. You know, everybody has their thing. But he kind of like now is like, I'm going to kill people because they're an asshole. <laughs> they're pieces of shit. And honestly, I'm doing the world a favor, he thinks, by killing all those people. But, um, back to his uh his child so he has a child in that movie and first of all he didn't just hit it and quit it all right he proposed he took his boo to a little hotel room they stayed in a little suite uh you know you know in that timeline uh so he does that he has a kid um that he doesn't know of um so the kid in that movie, he looks for his parents. He finds them in California. He reboots them because he saw them on a commercial or something like that. But he reboots them. And um, they're like, hey, I'm your kid. And they're like, shut the fuck up. We have a kid? And like the Tiffany's all excited and happy. And Chucky's like, what the fuck? When the fuck did I get a kid? So that movie, Glenn is the kid's name. You know, he appears to us in the male form. But Chucky and Tiffany argue about it consistently. They're like, Chucky's like, he's a boy. And his, his Tiffany's like, she's a girl. And he's like, am I a boy? Am I a girl? I have no idea. And so it's revealed to us that the kid's gender fluid. You know, I say kid as if they were humans, but they're, you know, dolls or whatever. But for the context now, they're just gonna, we're just going to describe them as human beings. Um, so gender fluid, kid. Since 2004... There's a, there was a remake, a Child's Play remake of Aubrey Plaza. It's a good movie. I liked it. It was more technology-based. Uh, Chucky was more like a like a robotic doll uh, controlled by Wi-Fi and shit like that. Um, allowed you to do smart home-like capabilities. Uh, and he just went rogue and then took over everything else that had the same kind of uh, coding and technology in it. So, origin story of that, some, some factory worker just lost his mind and program that particular doll to be evil and do those things. So that's that's that Chucky's origin, right? So that you know, we, you know, fun facts. Get that out of the way. So since two thousand and four, there has been a gender fluid <laughs> horror icon. I want to say uh, Glenn slash Glenda, Glenda has a fan base out there, and everybody who's heard Chucky say that and who has been keeping up with Chucky. Has gone crazy to like Glenn slash Glenda is canonic canonically canon I don't know but he's canon still you know so that means you know where this Chucky is the same Chucky from the first four movies 
five movies, however many fucking Chucky Child's Play movies there are. But we get more confirmations that it's that same. It's it's branching out from that particular set of movies when Andy Barkley calls him. He calls uh, Jake. Jake. He calls Jake. He's like, "Did you check the batteries? Does that doll have batteries?" Because it's important. You gotta check. Gotta make sure you're fine. You gotta make sure you're good because you gotta be careful with that doll. So he gives him a heads up. Uh, we're gonna see Andy Barkley later in the season. I can pretty much guarantee it because why wouldn't we? So we got Andy Barkley in there. We got Tiffany in there. We got Glenn slash Glenda. We fucking love Glenn slash Glenda. You know, absolutely. Just like it's. It was a surreal moment. Uh, it was more like a, a Pinocchio kind of moment where Glenn slash Glenda turns to be a real boy at the end of his movie. But, um, yeah, it's just amazing that we can t- we can pay homage to certain movies and certain franchises that help kind of build the horror genre with this Chucky show. Because the director does say a lot of things that he, oh, I, this is a teaser to that. That's a teaser to this. But also, you know, we, we, we get characters we already know as Chucky fans. You know, if you're, you know, if you're an established Chucky fan or if you're new and you're watching this TV show to kind of ease into it because... I can understand how it's easier to consume a horror TV show than it is a horror movie. Because in a horror movie, everything's got to hit you fast within two hours or two hours and 30 minutes. But with a TV show, it kind of builds up. It's a little bit less scarier. There are some scary moments in there, but not necessarily like jump scary, like has your heart pounding moments. But there's moments where the suspense can absolutely kill you. Like you're just waiting for something to happen. And that I feel like the suspense was paced very well in episode one. Because Chucky doesn't really spring into action until literally like the last 12 minutes of the episode. And it's a, it's a 50, it's like a 42 minute long episode because it's an hour. Then you got to take out, take out however so many minutes for commercials and then credits. So whatever. Let's say 42 minutes. So for the last 12 minutes, for the first 30 minutes of the actual runtime, he didn't do anything. It was just, we were just building up. Because we, we know as the audience, that's fucking Chucky. People in the world, in that, in that, uh, that TV show setting world, like Andy Barkley, Tiffany, they know that's Chucky. But our main cast and crew, you know, our little breakfast club bunch people don't know that's Chucky. So it's awesome to see them pay homage to the original movies, to some classic horror franchises. And I'm excited to see where the rest of the season takes us, honestly. It's um, it's something I've been wanting, some new Chucky content for a long time. Uh, I'm going to throw this out to James Wan right now. Um, bro, we got Godzilla versus Kong. We got Freddy versus Jason, right? You know what I want to fucking see? And I know this would probably do way better in Japan than it would here because Japan just knows how to appreciate more things. But um, I want to see Annabelle versus Chucky. I want to see that kind of movie. I it's it's crazy. It won't make sense. You know, Annabelle's part of the Conjuring verse. Chucky's part of his own little Chucky verse. Trademark, trademark pending, <laughs> like, but I want to see Annabelle versus Chucky, I kind of want to see, like, these, these classic, uh, horror icons, you know, fight, you know, I want to see how that movie would turn out to be, because Chucky is a man transferred into a puppet, Annabelle is a demon who is using the Annabelle doll as a, um, kind of like a conductor to kind of show things around, to kind of, you know, show its presence, um, I think it would be an interesting concept. Uh, I think if anybody could pull it off, it's you. Uh, I could pull it off probably, you know, if you let me write it, I can, 
get some experience doing that. But that's something I would like to see, you know, some fanfare, um, something interesting, something different, you know, take a chance, you know, you never know how it's going to come out. But, um, yeah, so I'm excited for Chucky, the rest of the episodes to come out. And um, another thing I'm excited for is Scream 5. I just found out there was a Scream 4, like, last year, right? And I was like, Scream 4, uh, there hasn't been anything else since then. Um, is it going to be that good as the first three Screams? I loved every single one of the Scream movies. And that statement still rings true after I just bought Scream 4 for $5 on Amazon Prime. And I buy it on Amazon Prime because my sister buys movies there on our Amazon account. So, you know, I just add to the library of any horror movies that I want to see. Because she's crazy like that. You know, I was like, you know what? Boom. Scream 4. Bought it. Okay. So, Scream 4. I like Scream 4. And I love in every Scream movie, they tell you pretty much what to look out for. And they tell you what's going to happen without really telling you what's going to happen. They, they'll literally break it down for you. And they're like, oh, you know, in the third horror movie, they always do this, 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 that. And then when it happens in that particular order, there's no way you could be surprised. But you still end up being surprised. At least I was. I still ended up being surprised over like I was like no way that just happened no way they told me that 45 minutes ago and now it's happening but um yeah Scream 4 definitely was different definitely didn't follow the same kind of blueprint that I want to say the first three Screams um followed in particularly like there's always two of them it's always two Screams uh, and they always work together. They always gotta have, they always gotta have some common goal, and it's and it's always been some kind of friend of the main character, right? So this time, the main character, Scream Four, spoilers, is gonna is uh, it's not Sydney, um, it's her cousin that they don't really know each other. So it's an estranged cousin who happens to live in her same small town, and um, so already we're like, all right, it's gotta be. Ghostface has got to be one of her friends, right? It's got to be her boyfriend. It's got to be some weird kid in the movie club. It's got to be, you know, it might be her best friend, you, you know, because your best friends will always try to kill you, apparently, in this movie. Um, but fucking A, man. The twist at the end had me fucked up because this is the first time that I think, yeah, first time in the Scream franchise that the main character was the fucking villain, too. Everybody trying to attack her. It was all. It was her and somebody else, and it was crazy. And I was like, "Ain't no fucking way!" I did not predict this because I I like to pride myself in, in seeing the little clues and then being like, "Oh, that's gonna happen." And I was like, "Oh, I was that fucking wrong. I thought it was the boyfriend, but no, it was some movie geek, vice president of the movie club or some shit like that, and Sydney's cousin. Like, what the fuck? The main character that we think, oh, you know, Ghostface is coming after her." You know, it's it's subtly implied that that we think that Sydney is the main character, but no, lo and behold, it's her cousin, and her cousin is also Ghostface, and she, the reason why she became Ghostface is because she is jealous of Sydney and all the publicity and all the praise and all the popularity she has gotten over these tragic events throughout her whole life, and um, she just believes that it's her turn to shine. She doesn't want to live in her shadow anymore, and that. And her basically reasoning stems from jealousy, and we learned that. And we're, I was like sitting there, like, "Wow, what the fuck? Where is Scream Five gonna head? I have no fucking clue because I, I don't, I don't know where the story could possibly go. I don't know if, um, I don't know where it could go. You know, you kind of like we. 
Halloween Kills com- comes out, right? It came out on the 15th or something. And we kind of know what Michael Myers is going to do. We kind of know where the vibes go in based off, okay, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. So a lot of the original cast is back and older. Uh, Michael Myers literally just picks off right from like the 2017 movie. We know how that one ended. He was basically burned alive. But um, so we, we pick off immediately after that. And we can tell kind of where, where it's going to go. We can we kind of can tell where the story would go. But for Screen 5, so many years since Screen 4 came out. And I honestly, as a huge Screen fan, a huge Ghostface fan, I can't tell you where I think that movie could possibly go. And that's exciting. And it comes out in January, and I fucking love it. And I'm super hyped for that movie. I love horror movies. Um, It's something that I learned to like with my sister because she had never seen Saw before. And I'll tell you a little story time about that. One time, my Spanish teacher in, like, high school, in, like, the 10th grade, he was so fed up with the class. He was like, you know what? We're going to fucking watch a movie. Here's Saw. Saw 1. Saw 1. He just threw on Saw 1. And we watched that bitch for, like, the fucking the whole week. And <laughs> we watched Saw 1. And um, that was an interesting experience. That was my first time watching Saw 1 ever. And I remember that particularly because I was like, what the fuck is this movie? That movie's crazy. I was a little scared. I wasn't going to tell nobody, though, you know, at the time. You're not going to make fun of me. I was sitting there like, yeah, I've seen this before. You know, it's just crazy. But anyway, I don't, me and my sister watched Saw 1 through 7 in 7 days. Um, then we bought the um, the reboot, Jigsaw. Bought that on Amazon as well. That shit was $20. Fucking kill myself because that was not worth twenty dollars uh but i bought it anyway but it was a good movie i liked it uh i think i just liked it because it was part of the saw franchise had the saw name on it um as a standalone movie by itself i don't think it's a strong movie i think it's a six or a five even but um you know if you watch them all together and (laughs) you know after another how we did you know the movies make a little bit more sense right because i can imagine that watching saw one and saw two you're like fuck this is a great movie and then waiting a year later for saw three and then, you know, that one not being so strong, but it's still pretty good. And it's all four, and it's all five, it's all six. You know, you can easily get lost in the sauce there. So, being that we watched all eight of those back to back to back for eight days straight, uh, you just, you know, something you, it's a habit you build with, uh, you know, somebody you care about, somebody you love. And, you know, it was awesome. It was a great bonding experience. And then, guess, best believe when Spiral came out. We went to see that. And there's two kind of people that watch Saw movies. It's the kind that are like me and my sister or the kinds like my two cousins. We were like, whoa, at the first at the first kill that we see on screen. We're like, whoa, not bad. And then my cousin's like, ah, what the fuck? You know, two kinds of people in this world that watch Saw movies. But um, yeah, that's super interesting. Um, I'm excited for where it, I think um, Chris Rock is going to do another movie, another Saw movie. So I'm excited to see where that franchise goes. Uh, you do need to watch them back to back to back in order to kind of for things to make sense and for you to appreciate the story where it's going more even the kind of bad movies like in the middle like five and six um but saw talk out of the way so that's why i like horror movies uh, freddy versus jason is the classic movie that i saw that i was like damn this movie's pretty cool like, it's two bad guys fighting each other. When do you ever see that? Um, unless you're talking about Star Wars, because the Sith always fart, fight each other. Always fart each other. The Sith always fart each other. Remember that, guys. Always fart each other. <laughs> I'm keeping that in there. You know, we gotta have... We gotta be... It's gotta be more joyful of an episode this week. But, um, yeah. Horror on horror on horror. 
we're experiencing this Halloween. Um, it's also Techtober. A lot of things released this October, a lot of technology-based things. So we got a Microsoft Duo 2, still pretty shit phone. Not going to lie to you, pretty bad. We got Apple iPhone 13, 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max is out. So if you got that, congratulations if you're upgrading from a 7, 8, 9, 10. Solid upgrade. If you're upgrading from a 12, what are you doing? What's the purpose? Just spent mad money for what? Anyway, you know, new iPhones came coming out, um, Apple Watches coming out, iPads, you know, all, anything technology-based from any brand that you can think of, all coming out in this last quarter of the year. Q4, very important quarter for a lot of businesses. Holiday season is coming up, so you know Black Friday is going to have the deals. You know Christmas deals are going to come apart, come upon us, not apart, upon us. Target's going to have some amazing deals, as always. Walmart's going to have some amazing deals. As always, Amazon and Prime Day. I think that's going to be, that's always in March or whatever, but Amazon does have like a holiday season uh, sale kind of going on in these upcoming months. So anything you got your eyes on, add it to your car and just see if the price goes down. You never know. You never know what could that be. Also, let's throw that aside. Let's talk about me, okay? Let's talk about me because I like talking about myself. Okay, that's a joke. Maybe. I don't know yet. So today, in particular, I went to Michael's. I bought some things from Michael's. Going to build some shit. Going to learn how to do some shit. You know, I'll tell you when the time comes. Yes, you know, podcasters, listeners. I'll let you know when I do things. But I went to Michael's today. I got all my little cart ready. I was like, I'm about to leave. I'm going to check out. I go to check out. Um, in my head, I'm like, I hope this place takes Apple Pay. Because it would suck if it didn't. I don't know where my wallet is. Turns out. They didn't fucking take Apple Pay. So I tell a girl at the register, I was like, hey, boo, let me go spin your ear real quick. I don't have my wallet. Can you hold my things and I'll be right back? She's like, yeah. I was like, bet. So I run out to fucking Michaels. Homeless man. Stiff arm. Get on my way. I need to buy my shit at Michaels. I'm running. Get to my car. Unlock the car. Look in the, the middle compartment that I got. No wallet. And I'm thinking to myself. I didn't change. This is the fit I had on. I was like, "Where's my fucking wallet?" So, I speed home. I'm running red lights. I'm dodging and weaving dogs and babies. I get home. No parking spots. It's okay. I have a garage. There's no time. I can't park in the garage. It takes like two minutes to do. Cause I gotta, you know, like eighty point turn it to get in there. Cause some asshole built a little fence across from where. Our garage opening is, and it's kind of hard to kind of get in our garage, but you know, that's a separate story for a separate time. So I was like, can't do that. What's the next logical conclusion? Double park. I can't. It's around that time the bus comes, and the bus never stops for no one. If you literally are walking across where I live, and you want to cross the street, and there's a bus coming, you better run across the street, because that bus will run you over. No joke. It's crazy. So I'm like, next logical thing. I make a right turn. There's like these back-end parking-only spots, and there's, like, a little line that's, like, you can't park here. I do back-end. I'm in the line zone. Turn the car off, and I'm running. I'm running. I get to my door, and I stop. One of my friend's car is in front of my house. Someone is trying to park behind them. The space is tight. And believe me, the car's, like, this big. My friend's car. It's, like, a small car. And somebody's trying to fit in that space that literally is going to be snug. You're not going to come out. You're going to have a hard fucking time coming out. 
you know, let alone the hard time you're having going into that spot. So I sit there and watch like a villain. I'm watching him, just staring at him. The guy goes, hey, man, is that your car? And I was like, find out. It wasn't my car, but I sat there. It's called stooping when you sit in front of your own house. I sat there. I was stooping, watching Impeller Park, staring at him. And his, and his wife, who was, like, directing him how to do it. After my menacing stare, they left. So I run up the stairs. <laughs> I didn't lock the front door. I did lock it, but not the not the second door. Because I was like, I need I need some, like, less, less, less things that I need to worry about. So I didn't lock it. I run upstairs. I'm looking at my desk. I throw everything on the floor. My wallet's not there. I was like, fuck, now there's a mess on my floor. This desk in particular. And then I go, fuck, where is it? Then I do what? Any logical guy with a recliner does. I stick my hand in the recliner. Fucking found it first try. Cause I'm a fucking G. So, got my wallet. I run downstairs. I jump like the last five. Almost break my ankles. No joke. That was a pretty. Like, I should. I should have waited like two more steps before I jumped. But anyway, I jump, run, close the door, lock it in one turn. Cause I'm a fucking beast. I'm just kidding. I usually struggle locking the door. It's it, I don't know. I don't know. These doors just fucking hate me, and I hate them back. So I locked it. Then I locked the second door, and I was out. I dipped back to my car, sped back. Same thing. Dodged and weaved some kids and, and dogs. You know, I was, I was like, get the fuck out of my way. Running red lights. I get back to the Michaels within like 14 minutes. Dead ass. Then I go. I'm like, hey, I'm back. And I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, yeah, these, these stuff, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, you wouldn't believe the shit I had to do to get back here. I was like, I didn't even have my wallet in my car. I had to go home. She's like, she like, what? No way. I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, thankfully you didn't live too far unless you were speeding. I was like, I don't even live too far. And I was speeding. And I ran red lights. Pfft. It's crazy. I wanted, I, want, I wanted the shit I had there, and I was scared they were going to put it back. And I bought these cool lights. I'm hanging them up back here, I hope. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see, how, we'll see what the vibe is. But I bought some lights. And I was like, damn, this is so fucking cool. So I bought the lights. Um, I bought some shit, some exacto knife kind of things, utilities, uh, some wooden things. You know, I'm going to build some shit. Because I like, I've, I've, been, I've been feeling the DIY stuff. I've been feeling building stuff and feeling how to do new stuff, new skills and shit like that. So came back to Michael's, sat down. And I was like, fuck, time to watch a fucking Squid Game. You heard it here first, guys. I've been watching Squid Game. I'm on episode five and a half. Maybe six. But episode four is the best fucking episode ever. I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that that um statement true until I'm proven otherwise. But I finally decided to watch Squid Game because I was like, I'm watching Chucky for my own pleasure. I'm watching it. I'm watching I'm gonna watch Squid Game for the content because I wanna talk about it. I wanna be involved. I wanna know what the memes mean. I was left out. I didn't know that your boy graduated top of his class. You know, I, I didn't understand that meme. Everybody kept saying it and I was like, I don't fucking get it. And now I understand and I realize I'm like I was like, man, this is the third time this guy has talked in this session and he this is the third time he brought that up. So you know, watching Squid Game, I'm enjoying it so far. <sighs> They're bullying me to watch it in Korean. And I'm like, but it just sounds so angry sometimes. I don't want them to yell at me. And But he was like, but the emotions are better instead of the, hey, he died. You know, that's a, that's a true statement. <laughs> like, if my phone wasn't recording me right now, I would play the audio message for you. That's what my boy said. He's like, you know, the, the dubbed actor's always like, oh, my God, he died. Which is true. And I love it. And it's funny. And he's like, Squid Game's not supposed to be funny. I'm like, when I watch it dubbed, it's fucking hilarious. He's like, yeah, I'll see you next year, daughter. And she's like, next year? And I'm like... 
yo, he's not going to see her next year. What the fuck is happening? So, apparently Squid Game was supposed to be funny. I thought it was funny in the beginning, uh, even through all the bad parts. Um, that's because I was watching it dubbed. And I switched from Korean to dubbed when... So I was setting up the podcast stuff right now, and I wanted to continue watching it while I set up, but I couldn't unless it was dubbed so I could just listen to it and not really pay attention to what's on the screen. So, Squid Game, liking it so far. Not something I would uh, usually watch, I would say. Um, it feels like people were recommending it to me because I like horror, and this isn't necessarily horror. It's more like a psychological thriller, like... That's that's it's not, I know it's not that it's like more like a drama, like a drama. But if I were to compare it to something as you know similar to horror, I think that's what it will be more closely related to. But um, yeah, I'm watching Squid Game. I gotta watch Sex Education because one of my favorite shows ever. I gotta watch How to Sell Drugs Online, and I will be talking about those shows just like how I passionately talked about Chucky season one earlier, and just as I talked about Scream four. So. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that, uh, going to be watching and talking about it, just so I have a reason to talk about it, because I feel like when I sit down and watch TV, I feel like I'm wasting a little bit of time, and um, I feel like maybe I don't deserve to watch TV, you know, the continuous pressure of this new day and age of, like, am I working hard? I think so. Do I feel like a piece of shit when I sit down and watch TV? Absolutely. So, you know, constant battle we're going through. Maybe somebody can relate to that. I hope not. I hope that's only something I'm going through because that would be a shitty feeling if you sit down to watch something to relax and then you feel like you're an absolute piece of garbage. I hope nobody really has to go through that. Wow, I talked for a long time. There's there's very little pauses in there. I'll be honest with you. I only pause to like reposition my seat because I'm fucking uncomfortable. Even repositioning, I'm still uncomfortable. <sighs> I need to get a new chair or like a stool with a better cushion or something. But um, that was this week's Idol Talk. Whenever I get too uncomfortable, I end the episode. So, you know, this is the longest I think I've, I've had an episode so far with this stool. But, um, yeah, you know, a little bit of a pop culture-y episode. Um, I hope you, if you're watching on YouTube, I hope you notice my, my Timon prop for everybody who's watching it vertically. It's your boy, Timon. New new additions to the set. Get the fuck out of here. So, that was this week's Idol Talk. I'm Fernando, and if you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, TikTok, and Idol Talk Pod, Instagram at Idol Talk Pod. You know, follow our YouTube, obviously, please. You know, we're growing on there. 13 subscribers, so wh- whoever that last one was, from 12 to 13, whoever you are, I appreciate you. And everybody else, too. All of you are the best. I will remember my first 13 subscribers. And when I have a million dollars, I'm going to give you like 100000 each. That ass. But, no, wait, I would be losing money. We'll figure something out later. But um, that was this week's Idol Talk. I'm Fernando, and I'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.